This podcast is sponsored by vidIQ. You have a YouTube channel that ain't doing numbers? Let me tell you, I started using vidIQ and my views went from 100 to over 1,000, just like that. If you want to build an engaged audience, grow views, and manage multiple videos on YouTube, vidIQ is the answer. Just go to vidIQ.com forward slash break and sign up now for your free 30-day trial. Don't wait. That's vidIQ.com forward slash break. Welcome to the Breaking Balls podcast, your podcast for funny news related to the Knicks, Jets, and Yankees. I'm Lee Valentin. Welcome to Breaking Balls. I'm Lee Valentin. I'm here with comedian and, fo- and friend... Brian Grassi. Brian, welcome to the show, man. All right, let's talk about the Knicks. Uh, give me your synopsis on what we've seen so far this season from the Knicks. So far, so good. They got, they're fighting. They actually have a point guard, so that looks that makes things a lot easier. Julius lost a lot of weight. I've noticed that before they started talking about it, but Julius came in fighting shape, and he doesn't have to do everything anymore, so he's playing more free. Brunson's bringing it. I think they're they're fucking and they're fighting. They're fighting like they weren't last year. Like in the middle, of the, they had a lot of leads that they blew last year. I remember one against the Lakers, and there was a few of them in that stretch. But this year, they seem to be coming out fighting, and then so far we're seeing results. Milwaukee last night was the only so-so game, but uh, but that was against the Bucks. So. Yeah, championship level team. Yeah. They fought. They competed. That's all we can ask for. Yeah, absolutely. So so far, who was the opener against that they almost Memphis. Came yeah, and they almost beat Memphis. They came back on the road against John Morant and all that. So, so far, so good. I'm liking what I'm seeing. Yeah, also a team with championship aspirations, the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah, I thought you were about to say the Knicks. I'm like, yeah, we'll, we'll get there. We got, we, got, we got one or two more years. But for the first time in a long time, it feels like we're on the right path. Yeah. And, uh, and they're deep. They're like too deep at every position, which I wasn't expecting. Uh, even Hartenstein, I didn't even know that they got him, but yeah. he's been playing really well. Um, quickly, I wish he got a little bit more playing time, but the fact that he's not playing means Brunson's playing well. D Rose is still playing well, so so far so good. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, how long have you been a Knicks fan? And tell me your best memory as a Knicks fan. Uh, pr- not, I was a little bit young for '94. I was born in '87. The first real run that I remember was '99, so that was like when things got solidified. I would say my best memory as a Knicks fan. I had my best friend, one of my best friends still, but my best friend growing up, Omar, he was a Heat fan. Me and, my, me and his dad were diehard Knicks fans. Wow. And just to be an asshole, he decided he wanted to be a Heat fan. And I remember being in his living room watching Allen Houston hit the shot. Yeah. And me and his dad were like jumping up and hugging and everything. And really, he was just a Heat fan just to be an asshole to piss, off, piss us off. He wasn't a Heat fan before that summer. So he just decided to root for the Heat because he wanted to see the Knicks lose. And watching that shot go in and watching the look on his face, I honestly, I was tearing up. I, that was probably the only time that I teared up watching a sporting event. And we were just fucking giving it to him the whole time. And that was probably my best my best memory as a Knicks fan. So. That's great because yeah. fuck Omar. I'm bonding with your dad. <laughs> no, his dad. My dad couldn't care less. It was me and his dad that were having this father-son moment in front of him while he was sitting in the corner and crying. I'm like, that's what you get for being a little asshole, you know? I don't know why kids do that. They root against your team yeah. just to root against your team. So, yeah. but yeah. 
That's great. So now Omar's father loves you more than Omar, I bet. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I go over there. I speak Spanish. He doesn't. He fucking, absolutely. I'm a Knicks fan. He's a Heat fan. He still pretends to be a Heat really? fan. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, he's got to stick to his guns after after something like that. Yeah. But, yeah, Heat, Red Sox fan, all this shit. You're like, what? 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 Is he from New York? Yeah. Yeah. All right. If you could say one terrible thing about Omar, look into the camera and tell him. I mean, he's just a contrarian. You ever meet somebody that like who just like has to take the opposite stance to do that? No, but we're still good friends. If he sees this, much love. But uh, but that was my best memory as a Knicks fan. There haven't been too many to pick from, but that one I always remember. That was like my first like you're watching sports and you're like holy shit, everybody who was watching this like remembers where they are watching that moment. So that was fucking good. Yeah. yeah. No, that's great, man. Cause my. My favorite moment is the Larry Johnson three-pointer, three-point play against Indiana yeah. in the playoffs, and I can remember exactly where I was when that happened. That was like amazing for me. So that's great. Yeah. So tell me your record prediction for the Knicks this year. Ooh. They're gonna be above 500 for sure. Which last year I don't. I think they were right around seven, five games under. Five games under. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're gonna be above 500. They'll make. I think they could make. Seven, six spot in the East. I hope they're not in the playing, but if they are in the playing, I think they got a good shot. If they have to go up against Charlotte, or I mean, we just beat Charlotte. Um, but honestly, yeah, I would say five games above 500, five to ten, but probably closer to five. So, yeah, that's a good prediction. I I agree. I I think they're going to be over 500. I think with the losses that they had last year, where they were up 20 in a few in several games and they lost. I think if we if they win some of those games, the, the loss to the Nets was big. Yeah. So if they win those games, yeah. there's a different conversation. They're 500 last year. They might make the play-in different conversation this year. Lightning Rod topics with fans are Julius Randle and Tom Thibodeau. Uh, what are your thoughts on Julius Randle first? I think, listen, he nobody expected 2020. I think he was playing better without the fans. Last year when he was struggling a little bit, the fans were getting on him, and he was reacting to that. He's an emotional dude. Uh, but when he was flipping off the fans and stuff. But we are forgiven. If you're playing well, they do forgive you. And I think this year he came back in better shape. He's, he's playing more seriously, or he took himself more seriously in the offseason. Like I said, D. Rose, when he's healthy, he helps him. Now Jalen Brunson, he's been helping him. When he doesn't have to do everything, he's a great number two or number three option on the team. That's what he is right now. I think he's going to have a great year. So Okay, yeah, that's an excellent point. And you can see a difference already through the first five games of the year that he's playing more poised. He's not rushed. He's playing with more confidence. So that's the, that's really Jalen Brunson. All right, um, your thoughts on Coach Thibodeau and what you see from him that you like or dislike? This year, I think he's, again, he's having a better year. Last year, he was pissing me off because he was being so stubborn. Um, I went to a few games last year, and I'm telling you, when he wasn't playing Cam Reddish, when he wasn't playing the young guys, Obi looked like a completely different player middle of the year, and he still was struggling to get minutes and stuff. Now he seems like he trusts those guys a little bit more, so they actually have a complete second unit with Quickly, with D-Rose, with Toppin, Hartenstein. I'm missing somebody. But he's trusting those guys more. He's being more flexible with the lineup. At first, I thought, you know, the first year he, he was great. They were playing defense, everything. Last year, I think, like, he wasn't connecting with the younger guys. But I, I don't blame him. It's the same thing with comedy. If you're doing well and you're not getting the spots that you think you deserve, you get frustrated. That's what was happening with the young guys last year. And then I was at the game last year when Toppin scored 42 at the last. Uh, at the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, I was at that game, too. Yeah, yeah, great game. game. Yeah, yeah. And, and quickly had a triple-double. It was great Did to he? see. Yeah. I don't even remember that because everybody was talking about Obi. Either that or he had 30. I know he had 30 
something, but okay. I think he had a triple-double yeah. that game too. Yeah. But I think they proved themselves at the end of the year. They, I mean, it, what was frustrating was that Knicks were banged up many points throughout the year, and he still was limiting their minutes. And for what? They didn't make the playoffs. So let the young guys play, you know? Now they have a complete team. They're like too deep at every position, and I think he trusts them more, and they're used to him. So I think they're they're primed to do well this year. So we'll see. The, the East is tough, but I think they're in a good. They got they're building for the future, and that's the first time, honestly, that I can ever fucking remember saying that. Even '94, nobody expected. Well, Chicago wasn't really Chicago in '94, but '99 that was a magical run. And I honestly think if that wasn't a five-game series against Miami, maybe that doesn't happen. But now this is like the first time that we see people, they're like they're primed for the future. Leon Rose should probably speak to the media a little bit more. But behind the scenes, he's doing what he needs to. They have draft picks still. I like the fact that they didn't give away the farm for Donovan Mitchell. They, they play tomorrow, so we'll see how that works out. But um, it was like we learned finally from what we did with Melo and gave away the farm. And they didn't do that this time, so I think they're they're primed for a good five-year stretch. I would yeah, say. Yeah. So. No, I, I agree. Excellent points. All right, last question. Yeah. Um, who's your favorite player? Ooh. Past, present. All time, you're saying? All time. Probably Allen Houston. Yeah. For the shot, I had the jersey. Uh, I was a little bit young for Starks, but even I know Starks had his troubles in the playoffs. But probably Allen Houston. He made it fucking cool to be a Nick at that time. Yeah. Larry Johnson, I loved. Um, <laughs> Favorite signing ever. I don't even know if they signed him a training, but Othello Harrington when he was going to be our savior. But no, no, no. When he was going to be the savior and everybody was like, that did not work out. That was like the one name that I always remember of like bad moves for the Knicks. No, but favorite probably Allen Houston because I, listen, even now, fully grown, I'm like five foot eight, five foot nine. At the time I could shoot, now I can't. But that was he was the guy that I had to model my game after because I, I was never going to dunk. So. You know, so that was it. So Very cool. Why don't you tell everybody where they can find you, man? Uh, Instagram, TikTok, all that stuff. Uh, at, it's pretty easy. At, uh, Instagram is at Brian Grassi, Brian with an I, and then G-R-O-S-S-I. And then TikTok, I think it's Brian.Grassi. But if you just search my name, it'll pop up. Um, and I'm doing more on social media now. So impressions, clips of stand-up, all that stuff. So Nick's commentary. We made we redid the Go New York, Go New York video no shit. Uh, for 2020 when they made the playoffs, um, and that did really well online. So I'll repost that here and there when they win, when they have a big win, um, and hopefully they make the playoffs again this year. I'll get you in the video this time, awesome, awesome. and um, and we can remake it. And yeah, it came out really good when we got we got a few big names for the video. So I want to do it again this year if they make the playoffs. When they make the playoffs. When they make the playoffs. So thank you very much, brother. I appreciate you your time, man. That was thank great, man. Thank you. you. Thanks for listening to the Breaking Balls podcast with Lee Valentin. Make sure you subscribe wherever you're listening to this. If you want to see the finished product, check out the show on YouTube. A link to the show will be in the show notes. Easy.